it's not a meme, it's a song. I know, but like, it's a meme. I know it's a song first, but I think of it as a meme. I think of it as a song. <laughs> Do you like to trust me some more? No. <laughs> I don't mess around with music. Me music are like, busy mates. Busy mates. Ah, I miss our busy mate. I know. I want to know when he's like, if he's still working there or not. He's probably not. No. He said know. he didn't want to. Oh. Rip. No. I almost said rip though, so I'm glad we didn't choose. Oh god. Hi guys, it's Em. And my favourite holiday is Halloween because Halloween's the best. No questions asked. I feel that. I'm Tone and my favourite holiday as well is Halloween. I've always preferred Halloween to like any other. Like Easter's okay because you get chocolate. But See, my family never did Easter, so Easter was never a big thing. We slowly stopped, like we focused on it so that my nephew and well, my nephews, because Robin's still too young for chocolate, really. Mm. But Easter eggs have been more of a, I'll get you one, mm. or I'll just get you some chocolate. Like my yeah. mum, my mum would prefer to get us like the like massive bars of Galaxy that will last us ages than like an Easter egg that's gonna cost her three quid and will last me like five minutes. Right. <laughs> but Halloween is just we've always loved Halloween. We used to go all out. You cannot see you went all out because we literally had about six blow-ups in our front yard because of me. I was I have been <coughs> obsessed with Halloween forever to the point where my mom felt bad for giving away the Halloween decorations because I'm no longer living in the States and it's kind of not a thing here in the UK to like celebrate Halloween as hard as I did. Oh yeah, it is. So where my nan- So do you all have like big like displays in your face and stuff for Halloween. Yeah, people do sometimes. I need to it depends on people. It depends on the place and the area that they're in. Like, we try to have as much as we could in our house and stuff like that. So one of the things, we had a utility cupboard outside in, mm-hmm. in the little porch area. And what my dad would do is he'd have it cracked open and we had, like, a skeleton. So we had the skeleton propped up in it and then he had this... It was like a thunder and lightning box. So it had a light on it so that you got the lightning effects and you had the thunder sounds. And so like it was, I think it was like, (laughs) I think it was movement like automated. So as soon as somebody walked past Mm. it, it set off. And then he'd have, he'd go out and buy or he'd like create his own little CD full of horror sounds and sounds that you have of Halloween and they would be playing loudly. We had a, a little staff with a skull on it that as you walked past it, it laughed. It was like the terrible trials. Oh, I love of, this. It was like the terrible trials of terror. We also had a what's it called? A, a toilet roll holder that, as you pulled, a witch cackled. <laughs> yeah, we like. Update. This is what our podcast is going to be today. We're just going to talk about Halloween. <laughs> oh, it's a god! I could talk about Halloween. Me, my mum. Why is this not a topic? In the I don't world? know. My mum went out and bought like actual brooms for me and my sisters. We were witches, like. But oh. when I was younger, I don't remember this, but my mum used to always say, apparently I never wanted to be a bad witch, so I was always a good witch. Oh, that's cute. And then my sister was always a bad witch. <laughs> <laughs> but we still have them, I'm pretty sure. I think they're in the garage or something. I will take those from you if you're not taking No, them. I'm keeping them. Well, you're living with me, so... Oh, yeah, true. Oh, my God, our apartment will be beautiful for Halloween. <laughs> I say like our house is just like Halloween themed all the time because we just have skulls. <laughs> like, I mean, I have a sugar skull at home. My mom is like out all the time. My mom's like, "Why did you just put this with the Halloween stuff?" And I'm like, "No, this is aesthetically pleasing. This is staying out." Also, this is now a four minute intro. <laughs> I don't care. We actually, we actually bought my mom a proper cauldron for her birthday because she always wanted one. That's so cool. It was so heavy. Kids, take notes. This is what I want. Was this? I think this was first year of uni. So I was, I was here and my brother was back home. 
And I was like, there's a package coming. You can't let mum see it. And he was like, why? I was like, it's the cauldron that I've ordered for her. And he went, oh, okay. He's like, is it going to be heavy? I was like, I don't know. Was Probably. Oh God, yeah, was it heavy? <laughs> like picking up the box. And it was only a small one as well. It was probably like the size of like... Like our fishbowl? Yeah, kind of, yeah. It's like the size of the fishbowl, but a bit bigger. Oh, okay. And it's like proper like cast iron, like thick cast iron. So it was heavy as hell. And we showed it to my mum and she was so happy with it. And I was like, they made. But we also have like little school decanters and everything. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Anyway, well, <laughs> fishbowl podcast after a five minute intro about us talking about Halloween. Halloween is the best Hi. ever. Welcome. You now know too much about us. <laughs> Uh, Fishbowl podcast is us two and occasionally a mate or two and we pick a literal topic out of a literal fishbowl. Shout out Valia for getting us an actual fishbowl. That's number two out of five. There's only two? I thought there was three. I can't remember anymore. We'll just oh, continue I don't to shout it out until we forget. Yeah. Which will happen eventually, but Valia, appreciate this. Thank you. We love you. Yes. <laughs> that was a delay. <laughs> <laughs> and we are on episode seven. seven. I had to think oh, then. seven. <laughs> I know, yeah. Oh god, we've been doing this for too long. I think it's time for us to quit. No. <laughs> We're in too deep now. I know. And really in too deep. <laughs> That's fine. And Tone, it is your turn to pick the topic out of our fishbowl. Oh, is it actually my go? Yeah. I'm going to drop this. I know. I've not been keeping track, so I'm not. I wasn't sure. Your odd numbers are even numbers. Oh. It's normal. Oh, what is it? What is it? What is it? Culture, Culture shock. shock. Hey, I think we need to get Kieran on this, but at the same time. Well, we. I feel like we should do another one, but with like either Magda or oh, Kieran. Yeah, or all of them. We'll do. We'll do, we'll, we do a video with it. <laughs> Give us questions, and we can do an actual video with Magda and Kier as well, because they're foreign as well. Yes, I'm not foreign. I'm just. No, I was about to say. Fun fact, everyone. I'm American. If you couldn't catch it. <laughs> I don't actually think I've ever mentioned it like on video. No, but my brother. Video the, audio. My brother, the very first podcast, he turned around and went, Is your mate American? No. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> um, culture shock. I feel like it's something people know about but aren't aware it's a thing until it happens to them. Yeah. It's not something that you really like. You can still have culture shock as well within your country. Yeah. I'd say. Because I've definitely, coming from the north to essentially the south essentially there's i know it's not the you south you would get killed if you call it the south here the midlands doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> but you can still experience shock from how everything is and how like where i live you can literally go down the street for five minutes and you've got completely different mannerisms completely different accents completely different ways of how they do mm-hmm. their day-to-day life and yeah. i'm not even out of my town yeah i've literally just gone down the street <laughs> i feel like for me i feel like i'm the most obvious case like you're gonna experience culture shock yeah definitely because i moved countries yeah so but for me it was different because my dad's british so i was around the manner mannerisms yes I'm never going to be able to say that word, so I apologize ahead of time. It's like me with... I'm not going to say it, because I, I can't. I not remember what word. It's no. <laughs> us with sorority. So, so, okay. <laughs> I can't say it. I can't. So I was around like some of the phrasing differences and the word differences and, and accents and that kind of thing. 
you don't realize the little things until you're actually moved somewhere. So like for me, the biggest difference for me was like food and medicine. Yeah. Because you guys have completely different names for medicine. Because you guys call it the actual medical term. Oh yeah, so like paracetamol. And... But for me, that's like Advil or Tylenol. Uh, so you go by brand We names. name it, like in America, I think it's more common to call things by the brand than the actual like item it is. Yeah. For me, it was weird and awful. Like the first time I was sick, I was like crying, and I'm like, I don't even know what medicine to get. <laughs> and then that's when my boyfriend helped me out. Shout out Ollie for helping me out first year to get me some medicine, to get me some paracetamol and ibuprofen because I didn't know what that stuff was. Yeah. But like that's the stuff that threw me for a loop and a half. It was awful. And phrase like some of the phrasings, but phrasings within a country alone is confusing enough. Like between New York and Pennsylvania, I was like okay, these are different people. I don't know what you're saying to each yeah. other. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's like for me as well. Yeah, so the like, culture shock, I feel like, has different levels. So, yes. Like, there's, like, phrasing and slang, which is confusing for everyone because everyone says things differently. Like, I don't care where you're from, everyone's definition of the word peak is different. Peak. Yeah. There's two... I... There's two options for the word peak, and they're opposite. So I have no idea what someone means when they say peak. I mean, so for some people they're like oh that's peak that like that's ooh that's like the worst it's gonna get like that's awful but some people like peak is like oh that's the best it can be like that's I've never heard peak being used for being the worst I like I've only heard it for the worst like, but in my head I think it's the best peak I assume with like oh it's the peak of the hill like the top of the hill yeah or he's at peak fitness he's at his best fitness yeah. he's at his best that he but some people use it for the opposite and that's why i'm confused that's why i refuse to use that word you will never hear me use peak in a sentence unless if i'm talking about a peak of a mountain i never uh, i've learned something new today i've never heard it being used yeah. to describe something as being the worst i have and it's so confusing and it's like stuff like that hmm. but it's the same as like sprinkles and jimmies i'm like sorry what sprinkles yeah. and jimmies so in pennsylvania jimmies are sprinkles but only the rainbow ones, not the chocolate ones, I think. Don't quote me on that, because I was only in Philly for four years. Let <laughs> me just call it sprinkles. Yeah, but they had the different phrases. Like, and same as like, so we took dialogue, dialogue, di- dial, dialect. dialect. Yeah, dialect. Quizzes, which are great. I highly recommend you take them. Um, we'll tweet them out if anyone wants them, because honestly, we don't know how to use Twitter, so I'm using any excuse to do this. <laughs> um, and so... For we took it to see where in the UK we both would be based and where in the States we would both be based. Yeah. So it's like to see if they can, if we use the right slang for our area, but also to find out where we would be based. You were based in I, the States where I'm actually from, which is hilarious to me. I was the North for both of them. You were North East. Yeah. You're the Northeast, which is where I'm from. Yeah. And I was just the North for here. Yeah. Which... Where I was the South for here, but Northeast in the States. Although one did say, you're not actually from here, are you? We can yeah, tell. Yeah, sucked. <laughs> you know what? Like, when you take a dia- dialect test and you want to find out where you're from and they go, yeah, you're not from here. And I'm like, well, no, really? I couldn't have guessed. Thank you so much, Sherlock. Like, <laughs> it was... Thank you, Captain Obvious. I didn't realise I wasn't from the UK. <laughs> what were some of them? Some of them were like, what What do you call the shoes that you wear when you do PA? And so we had, you had your plimsolls and your pumps and you also just had like trainers. And none of those words would be used in the States. It'd be like sneakers and gym shoes or tennis shoes. Yeah, like I've never really heard anybody say tennis shoes over here properly. Unless I say it. Unless like you, like you called them chips today, and I was like, I was going to mention that. I sometimes I keep on forgetting that that's what you call crisps, and I'm kind of sat there going, "Hang on a second, we're not getting chips." 
Like, we're nowhere near the frozen aisle. <laughs> That's something I always forget. And it's a weird thing to be thrown back into it. Like, after living in a country, for me, I've lived here for three years in September. Yeah. Jeez. That's disgusting to think about. I know, yeah. Um, I forget I have an accent. And so when I'm walking down the street, just, like, talking to you or Kira or Magda yeah. or literally anyone. Yeah. People will stare at me sometimes. Like, when I first moved here and I would order food, waiters would stop think about what I said and then write it because they were <laughs> expecting an accent like it's not a thing here to expect an American accent like I think American and Canadian accents you just never hear here I only heard an American accent like in real life once before I met you and I was at the park back home and they must have been visiting somebody in my like my little village and they came to the park I didn't realise until somebody was like oh go and get the ball and I was like hang on a second that's not a British accent that's not like that's definitely not enough. It's <laughs> weird. And I, I like it, but I also don't like it for the fact that like, people use it as a scapegoat to try and like talk to me. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, no, no, I'm I'm very British. I have British mannerisms. I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. I'm not like some like girl backpacking by herself through the country. Like an, I was going to say like an idiot. It's not stupid to do it. I know some people who have. And it's really cool to do it. I couldn't do it because I'm a chicken. <laughs> I say that and I've moved country. But like, yeah, <laughs> you've done like the biggest leap. I didn't realize I went through culture shock until maybe halfway through first year. I think when I got sick the first time was when I really realized like culture shock. And I think yeah. it was February of when I moved here. Cause I got, I had like the flu, like I was horribly, horribly sick, sobbing, crying, throwing up, like all of it, just all of it. I was awful. Yeah. And I didn't realize like how lonely I felt at that point because I was like, <sighs> I, which is awful, but like, it wasn't cause I was lonely. It's cause I was sick and I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know where to go. Like I didn't have my go-to doctors. I don't know how the doctors work here. I don't know what medicine was called what, I didn't know what to do, where to go, I didn't know what I had. Yeah. Because for all I know, I could have had just food poisoning and it was going to pass, but then after a while it didn't pass. And, and so it was really, really confusing. And so I was thankful to like have Ollie at that point and like people yeah. I trusted to be like, what do I do? And it's also a thing for me was like phrasing and jokes and stuff I didn't understand. And the first couple of times I asked about it, I would get laughed at. They're like, oh, how do you not know that? That's so stupid. And I'm kind of like, because I'm not from here, that's why I don't know what that word means. Yeah. And so I got lucky to have Ollie to like, I'd be like, ha 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 ha, someone else laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards I turned to him and I'm like what on earth does that mean and he's like you don't know what that means I was like no I faked my way through that did that sound okay and he's like yeah you sounded like you knew what you were talking about I was like thank god because I have no idea what I said I'm so used to now because I've lived with Val and Magda for two years and they're both foreign foreign and they obviously like you obviously haven't been brought up with either the same tv shows that we were brought up with or the same music sometimes as well oh yeah and so i've never understood people actually like huh how can you not know it's like well pretty easily because they didn't grow up the same like yeah. we have tv like channels citv that you would have never had i don't even know what that is yeah there's like so many different things that we have that other places don't have and so i'll be like oh yeah so i used to watch this and they'll be like what's that and i just exp- it's common i mean i think it's common sense and common knowledge to just kind of be like in common decency yeah to go this is what it is instead of just going how can you not know because that's just a dick move just something to do as a general like opinion for us and advice is to be nice to the like people that are foreign yeah because sometimes it is they've moved country for work or something and they've done something quite big and it's yeah it's a big deal for some people for me i didn't think it was that big of a deal but for some people it it takes a lot of courage oh yeah 
to uproot and go somewhere you've never been before with no one you know. Yeah. And I think that was the most isolating feeling was when people were like, how do you not know that? <laughs> like literally laughing at you for not knowing like what peak meant. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got laughed at for not knowing what peak meant. Well, it's like earlier before as well. I, I go to you, oh, have you heard of this? before I actually go into detail about it. Yeah. For example, you brought up, like, you was looking at something, you was like, what's Dolmio? And I was like, oh, it's this advert that we have for this, like, source. And I explained, I always double check. I mean, because even then, there's people that I know back home that are from here that still don't know some of the stuff. Yeah. So I'll, it, I literally will just go, oh, have you, do you know so-and-so or do you know of this thing? It's like immersive theatre. Don't assume everyone knows what's going on. Yeah. You know, it's gotta act like people are dumb sometimes. And so I'll just be like, do you know it? And they'll be like, no. Okay, well, this is what it is. And then I'll show what it is yeah. that I was intending to show. Because as well, there's so many things that, yes, my mum and dad have watched with me, but they don't remember it. They know of it, but I've got to jog their memory. Yeah. It's just a normal thing. You don't remember. I mean, I say that. I've always had a weird memory where I can remember the most weirdest of things, mm. but then the most simple and like menial things I cannot remember at oh, all. Yeah. Somebody's like, how old are you? And I'm sat there going, ah. I did that the other month. I kid you not. I was talking to Ollie's brother and he's like, how old are you again? And I was like, I actually don't know. <laughs> I've sat there going, hang on a second. How old am I? Oh, wait, yeah, I'm this. <laughs> yeah, but I think culture shock is something that you don't... You know is a thing. Like, I feel like everyone at a young age is, like, aware of what it is. Like, it's a thing that happens when you move someplace and there's new things and you don't know necessarily what's going on. Yeah. I don't think you actually experience it and, like, fully understand it until it happens to you. No. And it, it was one of those, like, when Ollie came to visit me in the States, like, you could tell it threw him for a loop. Yeah. Because there's, it's literally, like, the littlest things and the littlest phrases. So, like, here, when you're checking out, you can say, like, oh, this is everything. But in the States, you don't do it. You just give them a basket and, like, that's it. You don't say, like, oh, that's everything. Unless if you want something else, then you say, oh, can I have this? But Ollie did that once in a store and the woman's like, what on earth are you talking about? Like, what did you just say? And he's like, well, that's all. She's like, Okay. Like, she was really confused, and he was like, oh, you, you guys don't say that, but... No, we don't. Odd. Yeah. There's so many things that I don't realise that we and, um, do as commonplace here that other yeah. places wouldn't. So when he ordered a tea at a restaurant, um, they're like, oh, do you want sugar and cream? And he's like, oh, no, thanks. And my dad piped in. He's like, he does want cream. And I looked at my dad like, what on earth are you doing? Like, I don't want cream. And they're like, and my dad was like, cream is milk here. Like, when you When you order a drink, it's like cream and sugar. But like, it's, you get milk. It's not actually cream. I just, I don't honestly think that someone's going to put double cream into my cup of tea. That would be awful. Double cream isn't a thing. Double cream isn't a thing. It's heavy, heavy whipping cream. Oh my god. So like, it's stuff like that. It's like the littlest differences. Yeah, because we have single cream and double, double cream. But it's not, it's just like heavy and light. Oh god. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'd, I'd be screwed. I'd be like, oh yeah, I have a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll like, joke cream with it. I'm like, no, I don't want fucking cream in my tea. <laughs> It's like when my mum's had no milk and she's had to whack out an old tin of like, car- like what is it? Carnation milk or something like that. And I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> don't Condensed milk, that was it. Condensed uh. milk. And I'm like, no, I don't yeah. want cream in my tea. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's like the littlest things. And I think Ollie was aware I was going through culture shock at some points because like he'll say things and I'll just, you'll notice if I answer, I'll just go blank in the face. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to sit and process it. It's like you can literally see the gears turning in my head. <laughs> yeah. And like, okay, this was just said, what do you think this means? Is that right? I don't know if that's right. How do I react to this? This is all within like three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do I react? Do I just react how everyone else is? I'm the only one here. So how do I react? <laughs> <laughs> it's like imaginary friends nope multiple personalities no idea okay cool um hi 
I can see steam coming out of your ears because it's working that hard. <laughs> yeah, so it was one of those he didn't realise was the thing until he experienced it. And he turned to me and he's like, I feel bad now because I now know what you went through. Yeah. And I think it didn't help. I didn't have the greatest of friends first year. Yeah. And so when I was confused about things, they wouldn't explain things and they would make fun of me about it. And I was almost like the butt of the joke a lot of the time for being American. Yeah. That's... And I still am sometimes, but like now I'm okay with myself that I'm okay with being the butt of the joke for being American. Yeah. But it came to a point where people would literally just call me America. Like people didn't even bother with my name. They're just like, oh, America. And I'm like, oh, I'm not my whole country. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Don't just pigeonhole me. I was pigeonholed, and I and that was something I feared coming here and being pigeonholed for being American. Because obviously people have stereotypes like, oh, I'm like you have to be this big partier, like you have to binge, like you binge drink, like you this, you that. Like. See, I associate binge drinking with the UK more than anything. <laughs> Yeah, and like Project X, like extreme parties and that kind of thing. I've never watched Project X. I've never watched it, but I've heard synopsis of it. I I say somebody just like kind of related to Skins. I've never watched Skins. I've watched parts of Skins. Like Do you first, think I like it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember how it goes anymore. I just know that the old it's it's a weird one. Peak British culture. Top of <laughs> Top. Okay. <laughs> when I say peak, I mean like okay. well, the best of the best. But that's what I mean. Is like the creme de la creme. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Ah! I'm sorry. I have a creme de la creme tapestry in this room. <laughs> um, just made me feel a little bit special. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is the most personality you've seen of me. <laughs> Culture shock. I'm trying to think of other stories I have from culture shock because I have loads. There are loads. See, mine's just the the bog standard coming from one like because I'm from the north and then coming here. Yeah, everything. Oh my god, my favorite one for for coming from the north to the Midlands and anyone ever in the UK is the argument over a bop or roll on a cob. See, so it's different for us because if I go the chippy, I will ask for a chip bomb. I won't ask for a chip butty. I'll ask for a chip bomb. But normally it's just like oh I'll have some bread or I'll just have a bun or something like that. It's only called a bomb if I go the chippy and I get chips with it. <laughs> And that's, I don't, when people are like, oh, it's called a tea cake. A tea cake has raisins in it. A tea cake? Yeah, some people call it a tea cake, but a tea cake has raisins in it for me. That's what I associate as, and then to make it a hot crust bun is you've got the cross on it. Yeah. So to explain the argument, because this, yeah. this is my favourite thing to bring up if I'm like with a group of people and I want to get away, I'm like, bop, bun, roll, discuss. Yeah. <laughs> and then you leave. It is literally just a sandwich. Yeah. It's well, a, just like, it's a, it's a bun, essentially. It's, it's like a tiny sandwich for people in the states. It's like having like a hamburger bun. Yeah, like essentially, sandwich. yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's not just normally using it, like box standard bread. It's not called a sandwich here. It's they they argue about it, and it's hilarious to me. Well, no. So the, the way that, the reason why it comes in is because you have your normal like loaf of bread. Yeah. And for that, I will use for a normal sandwich, or it's called a butty as well for me. It's either a sandwich or a butty. I thought a butty was only when it had butter on it. I put butter on everything to do with bread. I don't go without butter on my bread. I'll tell you that unless it's like a store-bought sandwich but I will like I'm having a ham and cheese boy or I'm having a ham and cheese sandwich it's got to have butter on or even if it's not got butter and it's still got like mayo or salad cream on it's still a boy to me or at least to my family it is but See, that's the thing everyone like every family <laughs> has things that they say differently and like, that's what makes it even more confusing it's like as well for us because my mum's side of the family is Greek my mum goes by Yaya because that's the Greek way of saying grandma my mum's mm. always gone by Yaya she'll never go with grandma she'll never go with 
nana or anything else she's yaya to my nephews and my niece so for us that's how it's always been and my dad's just granddad because we can't be bothered my dad's family is just british born and bred yeah like we're in the doomsday book as well Vivi's in the doomsday book <laughs> that's how <laughs> Br- darling is there probably as well <laughs> So it's those little things as well that you have thrown into it as well that kind of, for us, like a common meal that we would have was we would have um, pasticcio, which is a Greek dish because my mum wanted to incorporate the Greek side of the, like her heritage into the family so. because my granddad never had the opportunity to because yeah. he moved up, well, he moved, no, my great grandma moved over had my granddad and stuff like that and then my mum wanted to find out about the family more she wanted to find out about her heritage and Mm. stuff like that so my granddad was trying to get back in contact with our great side of the family and he did but it didn't really pass over to anybody else essentially because my mum had us so she couldn't really focus on that she focused on us but we'd always try and incorporate so if we had a salad it was always a greek salad you know little bits and bobs like that (laughs) and like i tried learning greek but the duolingo is not good for learning greek no. Because it doesn't teach you the alphabet. And the alphabet's like... Oh, uh, the important part of it, yeah. Yeah. But I have the Greek... I'm surprised it doesn't. I know. that's. I think that's the most disappointing part about Duolingo is it doesn't teach you the alphabet. Other than crazy notifications. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was using it to do French a few years ago. I'm currently using it to help my Spanish. I should probably go back on it, but it's effort at the moment. Although, I've got free time. I do mm-hmm. nothing now except for apply to jobs and get rejected. Oh, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that so hard. Going back to a bit of culture shock, even between, like you said, between counties and between states, you'll feel it. Yeah. But I feel like internationally, it's a bit more extreme. Yeah. So for me, I'm very, very minimal. Yeah. Because mine's just phrases and the ways the way that you say things. And phrases are actually like the easiest thing to relearn. Yeah. Except for when it comes to going between countries and oh. between them. You, you get used to certain phrases and like the, the way things are said so I'm American but there are some phrases I say that are very British so I'll say them in a British accent because that's just how I've learned them yeah. and my friends back in the States are like stop this you're, <laughs> you are not British you are American you need to stop this <laughs> I don't know where my brother got it from. He must have been watching a load of like films, but he'd be he'd call it instead of it calling it like the police, he'd be like, Oh yeah, the cops. And I'm like, You're not American. Where the where the hell is <laughs> the this come from? I'm like, it's the police, mate. It's the Popo. Run <laughs> Or there was a guy that I so it's like caramel. But uh, caramel. There was a guy that I knew used to say caramel and I'm like, You're missing the other you you're missing the A in that as well. Where has that other A gone? Although this is a fun argument to have with some people, like tomato, tomato, potato potato type thing I I love like messing with people and my favorite thing and you've done it before is like you'll say z instead of z or h instead of h and I feel so accomplished with my life whenever someone does it oh yeah it's like we say zebra yeah I say zebra see (laughs) nope (laughs) just no. Nope. But like people do it and I feel like really funny and they're like, oh crap, like I've done it. I know, yeah. <laughs> like uh, I'm in the wrong country. But I've, I think I've gotten used to a lot of it. There's some things I still need to get used to, like how things are pronounced and that kind of thing. Yeah, but you're never, even like, I can't say things. Perfect. Even I can't say things 100% correct. No. But that was mainly because of what I was like when I was younger and speaking. Yeah, I didn't speak. Yeah, I didn't speak for a whole year. Oh, that could have been one of your fun facts. You ruined that for yourself. Yeah, whatever. I'll probably use it anyway. Who cares? (laughs) The people care. (laughs) But that was... I mean, and that then led on to me getting a lisp, so I don't say things yeah. 100% correct anyway, because I I didn't realise I had a lisp until I came to university, <laughs> to be honest. 
and somebody was like I don't know whether somebody pointed it out or I realised it myself and I went hang on a second something's not quite right with the, right with the way I speak <laughs> There's, there's um, something a bit wrong there. And I was like, can't just be because I'm from the North and I say things differently. <laughs> it's a bit of both. I know. Oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> and my favourite thing is like Birmingham and Birmingham, like how things are pronounced. Oh. Even Ollie will make jokes like when we're driving someplace, he's like, I don't want your American NAF system. <laughs> and I was like, too bad. I think, I, I think I've done it with you and Magda and Val before, where I've like showed like a city and asked you to say it. Oh, I do that with places on Long Island to people because it's my favourite Thing. Because there's there's certain ways that so for me back home so we have Winnick. Oh no. But the way that Winnick is spelled is W I N W I C K. So people say Winwick, and it's like no, it's Winnick. just Winnick. Yeah. It's Winnick Runway, it's Winnick Causeway, or it's the Winnick like. Yeah. So yeah. there's places like that on my island. And I always I will always show it to other people and be like how do you say it and they go Winwick and I'm like no nope. mate it's Winnick. <laughs> <laughs> you got it wrong. <laughs> I love when like British TV does that for interviews with like American actors and actresses. They're like, oh yeah, pronounce this, and like someone says them Leicester, and they're like Leicester. Was it? <laughs> or like Birmingham. I think it was uh, Greg Davies and Taylor Lautner. Yeah, <laughs> like that was <laughs> my favorite. Video. That's a really good video. Tips for getting over culture shock. I think it's having decent people around you that are willing to tell you what you're doing and what you've said wrong. Like, yeah. if you say something wrong, if you use a wrong phrase, like, some... I, th- I think there was one phrase I used and all he turned to me afterwards. He's like, that's not how you use that phrase. And I was like, oh. Oh, you're gonna love this story. So there's there's a phrase here that you can't be arsed or asked. Oh, I can't be asked. I started saying it, I can't be asked. Like, A-S-K-E-D. Oh. And I would type it that way, and Ollie just thought it was my phone auto-correcting. And for... But I did it so many times. <laughs> no. <laughs> that he then was like, Em, you do know the phrases can't be asked, right? And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I've just... <laughs> I've just kept it as can't be asked. Like, that's my phrase now. <laughs> but I genuinely... Because the ac- it was the accent, and I hadn't heard the phrase. Yeah. So I just put two and two together, and I had assumed it was asked. <laughs> I'm just imagining you turn into somebody and I go, can't be asked. <laughs> and they're going, what? But no one ever questioned it when I said it. Probably because. So no one ever questioned it. The only reason it was questioned was because I would type it to Ollie. Like, he's like, oh, why didn't you like do this today? I was like, oh, I couldn't be asked. And he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that's made my day that. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in the back of my head. And I'm just going to like, when I need like a little chuckle, I'm just going to remember it and go, ha <laughs> But yeah, that's that's a little fun story from Emma Darling. Oh wow. I probably have loads of stories like that that I just don't remember. Yeah. Oh like fags. I didn't know fags were cigarettes for ages. Like I like Oh I'm... Sorry. <laughs> that was Ollie calling me. <laughs> I'm just gonna let him know we're recording. That just gave the Jesus out of me. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like Bleh. what was we saying? Oh, phrases that I didn't realise I was saying wrong or didn't realise. Yes, we've got can't be asked. So can't be asked. Uh, But the the sad thing is like can't be asked makes sense. Not really. It's like, oh, why didn't you like take out the trash? I was like, I couldn't be asked. No, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. (laughs) I can't even speak anymore. No, it doesn't work. In my head it works. So if you see me. I wasn't asked works, but can't be asked doesn't work. Too bad. I say that phrase anyway. 
I probably said it to you before. You just didn't you probably have, and I've just not realised because everything just goes over my head at this point in time because yeah. I'm not gone. Yeah, I think YouTube has helped me actually a little bit. So there were videos that Ollie and I used to watch when we first started dating, and this is like OG back in the day, like first couple of dates, like dating. <laughs> We watched like a YouTube channel that explained like differences between America and England. So like ah. what different foods were called. So like some like it still confuses me. But like eggplant isn't called is it eggplant isn't called eggplant here. No. It's oh it's aubergine. Aubergine, yeah. And like rocket is um something else in the States. Like there's like food differences as well. Which okay. is even more confusing. So like but it's like little things, so it's like Oh my god, I can't even remember. I think it's like parsley or basil or something. It's called rocket. Oh no, it's spring onions. Spring onions rocket. No, spring onions like something else. I can't remember anymore, guys. No, you, so you, I've seen people call what we call spring onions chives. But yes. chives is something completely different here. Chives are like very thin. It looks like grass essentially. That's what chives is. Oh no, chives is like spring onion. I'm gonna we're gonna have to like look this up <laughs> because honestly god, like my dad had a chive plant in our back garden mm-hmm. and it literally just looked like grass. That's not a chive. That is chives are not a grass. Wait, I'll get it up now. <laughs> I feel like we should just tweet some differences. Just be like, this, this is this, this is that. Well, it's like as well for me, my mum, because my mum's originally from Berry, so the way that she says things is a lot more broader and different. So, no, she stopped, she tried to hide and kept it in because she didn't want me and my brother and my sister to have that because she got m- mocked for it essentially. Aww. So, she didn't want to pass it on to me, my brother, and my sister. So, she kind of railed it in, but she would normally say like kooka and book. And I've taken it on now, so like I'll say table and I'll say potato. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she's was like, Joe, what sod it? I'm gonna talk how I normally Yeah, did. talk how I normally did. Well, that's like me with my Long Island. You don't hear it unless it's certain phrasing. Yeah. Phrasing? Phrases? See, that's chives. It looks like grass. That does not look like grass. It looks that's like grass. Like... Spring onion no, 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 it's not. This is gonna start an argument. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Spring onion. That's a spring onion. They look the same to me. No, they don't. They look so completely different. The spring onion has a bulb type thing at the top of it. <laughs> but anyway, going back to the main purpose of what yeah, we're talking sorry. about. Oh my god, my favourite difference. My favourite, favourite difference. Bum bag and fanny pack. My favourite story that my mum's ever told me was when she was younger, they were sat at home watching a, a film and it was like an American film. Yeah. And so the little girl fell and she went, ow, daddy, I've fallen on my fanny. And my mum turned around to my da- my granddad and was like, how could she fall on a fanny? Like, that's not physically possible. How did you fall on your fanny? <laughs> and, my, <laughs> and my granddad was like, Debbie, shut up. You can't say that word. It's like, well, she just said that she fell on a fanny. How did you fall on your fanny? And my my granddad got absolutely livid but yeah like we call it a bum bag yeah i think this is the most explicit episode we've ever had. yeah but obviously like you just call it a, a fanny pack yeah a fanny pack but fanny it's packs. a fanny for us is another word for your vagina essentially <laughs> so i mean it's true i look i'm gonna say the correct terms when possible <laughs> But yeah, so for us, it's a bum bag instead of being a fanny pack. But the thing is, is like you don't wear it around your back where your butt is. You wear it around the front anyway. So it doesn't make sense that it's a bum bag. Anyway, this is getting very technical. I know, yeah. Don't get into this conversation. <laughs> Instantly regret saying that. Yeah. I mean, another one is the whole like breakfast dinner tea. Oh my god, you and Valiant had an argument about it and it made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. I just sat and hid in my scarf. 
I know, yeah. And literally, like, armchair. Because I say breakfast, dinner, tea. That's wrong. And it's always been... Because you have your dinner ladies. They're not lunch ladies. They're not any other type. They're your dinner ladies. They were lunch ladies for us. And then you had... So you had your breakfast, you had your dinner, you had your tea. Yeah. There you go. No. I mean, we never had tea time at the normal time anyway. Like, most people have tea around about, like, half four. As soon as they finish school, like... That's so early for yeah, food. I half four, seven. five. Yeah, we'd have it around about, like, half seven, eight o'clock. We'd the have latest we've o'clock. had tea is 11 o'clock just because we've all been really lazy and then somebody's like yeah you should probably cook and I'm like yeah I'll do a pasta salad <laughs> but I'm trying to think of like other differences like a lot of it was like weird like little things that you don't realise until you're actually like living it if I ever go to America you'll notice them I'm gonna feel so out of place you're gonna notice huge I mean I felt so out of place coming here because I'd never left where I live it's one of those things like you don't realise it's a thing for where you're from yeah until you're away from where you're from but as well you won't experience culture shock 100% until you you do go to a different country yeah. because yeah like for me yeah it was completely different moving from the north up to the midlands or south so that was a massive jump for me however it's going to be completely different say if i ever move anywhere else yeah because everywhere's different but you won't experience 100 until you do go to a yeah. different country where everything is different yeah i will say it is terrifying like when you when you when it fully hits you it hits you like a ton of bricks like i didn't feel it like in little waves i just felt it like boof yeah. Like, when I first got here, it wasn't too bad, because, like, I said, my dad is British, so I'm, like, clicker, like, telly, like, little phrases like that I, I knew. The doof. Passes the doofer. Another word for remote. Like, th- so that kind of stuff didn't shock me. That probably should have shocked me when I first got here, like, if I was, like, full-blown, just, like, pure bred American, didn't, was not exposed to, like, UK culture at all. Yeah. And I also felt like I followed UK culture a little bit, like, I followed actors and actresses and singers from the UK, so, like, I knew some things before coming here. Yeah. But then, like, fully coming here and, like, actually, like, living it and experiencing it, yeah. then you realise. I ha- It's, like, it's something that's scary, but I recommend doing it. Yeah. So puts you out of your comfort zone as awful as being out of your comfort zone is it helps you yeah one thing i would say is having people that you can trust as well 100 percent, and that's why like i know we already said this but like please be nice to people obviously it's like treat people the way you want to be treated but it is one of those things it's like if you are in a foreign country you're already alone and scared yeah and having people literally laugh at you over not knowing like a phrase is awful it felt humiliating so I've never been the type of person to just laugh and be like, oh my God, how do you not know? Because I understand that not everybody's going to know everything that I do. Yeah. There's so many things that I know that other people don't know. And it's just common sense to realise that mm-hmm. not everybody's going to know the same things as you. Yeah. So have common courtesy and common decency to kind of be like, do you know this? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, well, let me explain it to you. Let me help you understand what it means or what it is. Yeah. I'm going to make another immersive theatre reference. Everyone walks away with a different story in life you can have two people who live exactly the same life but experience different things yes i can literally have live in the same house with a, a twin sister but her and i can experience different things yeah so it is one of those things it's like be aware that other people go through different things mm-hmm. and just be caught like it's just i i consider it a common courtesy to like be nice to people i think it's because i went through it so i want people to be like i want to help people out yeah so it's like if they don't know how to pronounce something or don't know where to go for things or like for me like there were stores i could just go to for like specific things and here i'm like i don't know where to go for this like what 
where do I go? What do I yeah. do? Like, so culture shock. It's scary. It's weird. It happens to everybody. It literally will happen to everyone, even if you're moving to a different city, let alone a different country, or yes. a different continent. I mean, if you do all of that, like I did, props to you because it's weird and no one else really does it. <laughs> Round of applause for you. But don't let other people discourage you from doing it because I think a lot of people are worried about culture shock and think it's going to have you spiral. You won't spiral from it. It's scary for a little bit. Then you make friends and trust people and you learn things. So that's what it is. It's all learning. It is. And I, honestly, I've learned so much in the three years about the UK and UK culture just yeah. from living here than I would have probably gotten anywhere else. Like Having a first-hand experience is the best experience that you yeah. can have. So I highly recommend going abroad. If you've never gone abroad, please do it. And even if it's only for a couple months, like I know loads of people that have just been traveling around for a couple months through school and they probably went through culture shock. I mean, yeah, you go with people that are from your school and are Americans and you stay with them, but you meet people and you, you experience different things. Yeah. Yeah, culture shock. Scary, fun, all of the above. Like, do, you, do you regret coming down here? <laughs> no, because if I hadn't come here, I would have been stuck where I live. And you wouldn't have met me. I mean, there's that as well, but yeah. I would have, because <laughs> I've never left my town. Yeah. So this was a massive step for me. Yeah, for, to put some context in it at the very end, <laughs> I've moved around a lot. Like, my family's moved to there. For, for me, it will be my fourth state. Oh, God. So, like, my family's used to moving around and stuff like that. So me moving here wasn't as big of a deal as it probably should have. Have been to me yeah but it's because i've moved from like opposite sides of the country before yeah so be aware like some people don't move so like for you you wouldn't have really expected to get culture shock moving no just a couple of counties like the most i've moved is two streets down literally to a different house and that was it so i've never gone anywhere else yeah. and then coming here and then going to a larger city coming from a town to a city oh yeah a multicultural oh, yeah. city at that as well True. where it's full of new things and then as well being able to experience going abroad for the first time going mm-hmm. Amsterdam I have never the furthest up like holidays were Cornwall like that was our holidays yeah the furthest we probably went we went Ireland once for a week but that was a holiday mm-hmm. I wasn't moving there whereas I moved here yeah I was like oh my god what am I doing <laughs> am I really moving down to Leicester am I really doing this yeah it is one of those things you go oh crap I've done this but I'm happy I did it because it changed me for a better person as well yeah. that sounds really cliche and cheesy I mean I think we've mentioned this before I feel like we, we sound super cheesy I know yeah I feel like a motivational speaker like you can do it but you can do it don't let culture shock scare you into not doing something no because I feel like it does for some people they're like oh I don't know what to expect going here so I'm just not gonna do it do it because in the long run you have one life to live why live it with regrets and not doing things that you've wanted to do yeah so yeah that's make sure cool. you travel make sure you live your life so that's pretty much culture shock i feel like we kind of touched upon culture shock but mainly talked about us moving more yeah. Than culture shock. <laughs> yeah which comes in hand but yeah they go hand in hand you learned a little bit more about me and my culture shock <laughs> yeah true if you want to hear more about culture shock so like if you want to have kia or magda Avalia, because they're all foreign as well like me boop boop yep we are thinking about starting a youtube channel which is kind of weird but kind of fun called M and Tone we have nothing up yet but you can still go subscribe we have a banner image yep subscribe if you want to be ready for when we do post stuff <laughs> uh, if you want us to do a video with them ask us questions please do yes either on Instagram or Twitter so Instagram is fishbowl underscore podcast and Twitter is Instagram Inst- what was that <laughs> Instagram is fishbowl underscore podcast Twitter is fishbowl underscore pods P-O-D-S. P-O-D-S. Thank you very much. I could not get that sentence out to say <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. I mean, we just talked about us moving, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. 
But other than that, if you want to know more about Culture Shock, let us know, even if it is with other people or not. And we will see you guys every single Monday. <laughs> Bye. Bye.